Hello and welcome back to Pokemon Radio. We are your hosts, Derek and Sessi, and thank you for joining us for Professor Oak's Pokemon Talk. Now, unfortunately, Professor Oak is unable to join us today because, well, uh, I don't really know. We aren't sure. We're supposed to have a meeting and he just didn't show up. Um, Sessi, do you know anything? No, I feel like that's actually really uncharacteristic of him. Like, he always has really highly specific out-of-office messages, but, like, yeah, nothing today. Yeah, I was very confused because typically when I call into his voicemail to figure out what happened to him, I don't listen to the first five or six minutes because it's usually <laughs> like a 20-minute in-detail story. So the first five or six minutes, I go about my day, I check emails, and I come back and get the gist of it at the end when he inevitably repeats himself. Um, and when I checked back this time, it was just nothing there. I had to recall. So I'm kind of concerned. I don't know why he didn't show up. Yeah, this is the thing that most raises our uh, concern, listeners, is... <laughs> None of the hijinks he's found himself in so far, but him just straight up not showing up. Yeah, uh, Oak, be safe out there. Don't run into any Scyther patches. Come back to us. We need you. You pay us. We we need to, like, eat and shit. Like, obviously we care about you beyond that, but, like, eh, mostly for the pay. So let's get back into <laughs> this week's episode. We left our trainers in Mahogany Town after a mysterious run-in with a red Gyarados and being whisked away by the dreamy dragon tamer lance and like Mm. dreamy dreamy is the best way to describe him i got some things to say about lance and we're gonna we're gonna get into that don't worry so (laughs) let's do a quick team check-in we can go ahead and start with astrid's team kind of see how everything's looking yeah everything's looking good so astrid starting off the team she has giraffe rig the sun level 29 slow king the hierophant also level 29 alakazam the magician level 29 Zatu, Justice, level 28, Espeon, the High Priestess, level 31, and that Jinx, the Empress, still sitting at level 37. Insane. It's it's just sitting there just laughing at the rest of the team, just laughing at their efforts to try to catch <laughs> yeah, Catcher. It's a lot. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> well, Paul's team's actually starting to measure up a little bit better than it has been recently. There's not quite, there's nothing like a Jinx running around, but still some decent members of the squad so we'll start we have mike jones the letty in at level 28 so getting close to 30 getting close to some of those level 29s got slim thug the hair across at level 28 chop the scyther still at level 32 got buzzy body the beedrill at level 28 and then sideways the ariados at level 31 all right With obviously little hm friend falsifying the crabby just chilling in the back so <laughs> it's a pretty solid team it's coming along well finally evening out the uh, last of the couple i think the last two episodes it was kind of just scyther chop just hanging out in the front and everybody else was watching now now chopped is getting a little break he's just kind of the intimidation factor the rest of the squad's holding their own weight paul seems like he's just pulling everything together yeah that feels right glad to see everyone's coming up on the same page both with uh astrid's team and paul's team yeah you don't want jealousy you don't need like weird dynamics forming you don't need like a nick jonas to just break away from the group and become their own (laughs) thing you can't have all that so let's move on to the hijinks and shenanigans of this week's episode. And this starts right where we left off. So last time, kind of a quick recap, because this is more so than most of our episodes. I feel like a direct sequel, where there's not like a transition. It's like, bam, we're picking straight up. And when we saw Lance last time, Lance seemed like he knew something was going down and to follow him. 
problem I have with this is after he said that, he just ran off way ahead. Bro, if you want us to follow you, walk slow so we can see where you're going. Because <laughs> he really didn't give specific directions. He yelled something about a radio signal. I really wasn't listening. So Paul and I kind of had to wander a little bit before we figured what was going on. And we just happened to get lucky because we're like sketchy shit in Mahogany Town. Where is that going to go? Obviously the weird tiny mushroom guy. So that's how we ended up finding <laughs> out where to go. Yeah, no, that tracks. Um, Astrid had to head back to the Pokemon Center anyway to heal up, and, you know, it's right by that weird gift shop, so seemed like the logical place to start. Look, it is a strange gift shop. They do have a fucking slapping ad, though. Like, the ad that they have, <laughs> oh my gosh, that song? Yo, weird gift shop. Y'all need to pay whoever wrote that song way more money, because I've been singing tiny mushrooms, tiny mushrooms. <laughs> All fucking week. All right. And if y'all haven't heard it, it just slaps. Now, let's move forward. And before I get this song stuck in my head again, and we're going to walk in. Now, this is one of the strangest things I've ever seen. Immediately, we walk in, and Lance's Dragonite is just out using Hyper Beam on a rocket grunt. But the thing is, I don't think Lance knows what Hyper Beam is. Because I walk in, and it definitely looked like the freaking Dragonite just like bonked him on the head with his head it was like a head bonk and the dude just fell over i didn't see any beams being shot out yeah no um (laughs) it certainly seemed like dragonite like knew what it was doing and was ignoring lance's uh lack of murder request (laughs) it's kind of like i don't know if you've seen the documentary on hulu about we work but there's this whole bit about how the creator of we work like didn't know the difference between a cappuccino and a latte and instead of teaching him the difference the barista just made him a latte when he asked for a cappuccino and vice versa <laughs> and it's like i feel like that's what's happening here like lance is just yelling out random moves and Dragonite is like i don't want to be held responsible for murder so i'm not gonna do that but like you do your thing lance i feel called i don't know the difference between a cappuccino and a latte i mean a cappuccino is like foamed milk and a latte is like steamed milk and i think so poison the amount of milk they are is both also poison. different well some of there's you could get an oat milk latte Ooh, yeah fancy, fancy i could yeah. Right. yeah next level well i'll make sure to ask for both of them next time i'll be idea <laughs> let me get a a capo latte or a lucino <laughs> give <Lucino>. me that <laughs> see what they see what they say maybe they'll give me something all right so we get in and but essentially you're right lance is asking for a lucino and <laughs> I almost said Charizard. Dragonite knows better. (laughs) (laughs) They're both dragons. It's the same shit. Dragonite knows better. Dragonite just gave him a little head bonk. Didn't want to murder anyone. That was the first red flag that I had with Lance. Because he kind of seems like he's full of himself. He's a little bit strange. That was kind of a red flag. I think there's more to come. So Lance immediately just knows where to go. And and I do see, Cecil, you take wonderful notes on these adventures thank you and i didn't catch this i wasn't paying attention but you said when you were astra you heard lance utter the words just as i suspected the stairs are here why does he know where they are right what is this man doing lance you are oddly familiar with this building he just like walks to a corner of the room there's no indication that there are stairs there and it's like ha 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 i'm like i don't lance i don't know what's going on here and i don't know what you're trying to do here it felt like he was, like, leading the way for, like, some sort of, like, Universal Studios, like, interactive experience more so yeah. than, like, like he was an actor and he was just, like, trying to be too extra. And it was, like, I don't know what's going on. Because then we finally get in and immediately he's, like, we need to split up. Which, like, 
have you ever watched a horror movie or like any movie like splitting up never works out the way you want it to and especially split in a situation like this party split the party uh, never split rule the party. number one of D D. dungeons and dragons <laughs> what what i've never heard of of dungeons i, I thought it was called caves and charizards oh um, right sorry <laughs> it's cnc <laughs> Was that off That's the dome? That's good. Yes. yes. I'm good at this shit. <laughs> it's CNC. This D and D was something. Whatever knockoff you're playing, Sassy. All right, I don't know, and Charizards. I'm sorry. CNC is my shit. Okay. <laughs> now he just splits off, does his own thing, and it's like whatever. You're supposed to be helping us, I think. Look, Paul seems like he can handle this on his own, so I'm gonna just stick with Paul. You're running off, telling your Dragonite to hyperbeam humans, which, again. I don't know what's going on there. So we move past that. This rocket hideout is weird. Like really weird in the sense of it's the Pokeverse. It's very clear how hideouts work. You have a bunch of really underpaid grunts paid to stand in one spot and never blink and just stare straight ahead until someone walks in their path. That's the way the world works. That's what people do. Mm -hmm. And we get there. There's no people standing there. It's these weird Persian statues that... For whatever reason, Paul would, like, walk in the path and just freeze. Like, couldn't do anything. It was, like, some, like, crazy Medusa shit. It would just completely freeze. Then all these grunts would just come running up one by one. And it was, like, if they can afford the technology to do this, why are they wasting their time evolving magic harps in a lake? Like, I feel like you could do much bigger things. Oh, and also, not to forget... You know, the first statue, okay, you can't really bypass that, and you're like, what's going on? But then you can immediately loop around, avoid all of the other statues, <laughs> and then just turn it off. Like, it's not that complex. Yeah, it's like they have this insane, yeah, the execution, like 10 out of 10, A plus for the technology, F, like maybe a 2 out of 10 for the execution, because like, yeah, you're wasting. Like, you could, with all that money you just spent, Team Rocket, on this next level security system why didn't you invest that maybe better pokemon because these grunts that were running up when paul would get trapped were getting that ass tapped like it was not like a or like challenge locks like or, yes locks. <laughs> i'm just gonna go ahead and put that out there like a good old-fashioned padlock like that's a very good point if there was any <laughs> just sort of basic locked door we wouldn't have been able to get inside so that you make you make a tremendous point there says did Paul actually go turn off these traps, or did he continue walking through the the statues? Oh, no. Paul walked through every statue, stood there, like, sta- stared them. I almost said store them down. He stared them <laughs> down. He store them down. That is not st- how you conjugate. <laughs> <laughs> he store them down and just was like, bring it. And then one by one, he was just knocking them out. Because if you think about it, Paul... It's been very nice to me, but he's been trying to catch up, trying to train the party to catch up with Astrid. Like, there's some sort of competition there, as they are aware of each other and everything like that. So, he's been kind of going out of his way to try to get his team a little stronger. So, he saw this as the perfect opportunity to just pick on some grunts and get his team stronger in the process. So, he was loving every second of it. He was just, yeah, again, they have very weak Pokemon. Rocket grunts. Look, y'all are part of a world-class organization invest where it matters in yeah. as he said locks doors stronger pokemon <laughs> yes uh astrid did the same between just how low level the pokemon were that the grunts were using and her sort of inherent advantage in being a psychic type user to their mostly poison type pokemon 
she also was just like, yeah, I'm going to use this as a experience point opportunity. So sorry to Paul, but <laughs> he didn't actually make up any Damn ground it. here. <laughs> Damn it. I got excited for a second. You started talking about shutting off switches. I'm like, good. Shut all the switches <laughs> off. Avoid all the battles. <laughs> That's fine. But yeah, Grump Pokemon just not good. They just, I mean, maybe it's because they're underpaid. They're like, why would I sit here and train these Pokemon up when I'm getting paid nothing? And I just have all these other rocket people yelling at me. And, you know, maybe they're not allowed to because they have Ooh. to, like, sit at their post and wait for people to show up at their right. hideout, right? So they can't, like, go out into the tall grass and grind out levels. That's next level incompetence here from Team Rocket. Now, there are other traps as well where there's these, like, alternating floor tile colors where you kind of just, like, walk in and then, like, a light flashes and there's a pokemon there this one i want to know how it works i'm very interested in the like technology behind this because it's basically like some sort of teleporter or some sort of team rocket has dabbled in teleportation technology in the past man they are the most competent incompetent organization i have ever seen like bro get us some teleporters at the radio station we would put so much better work uh, maybe not but we have so much more fun than Team Rocket if we had teleporters, 100%. So yeah, when you do this, there's like Voltorbs and Coughings and Geodudes and the same basic stuff you're always going to see that just pop out. And again, I saw this as experience points for Paul. Paul seemed very excited about it. Really wasn't much of an issue. So that wasn't too bad at all. Astrid did skip this one because she was like, this is, yes, too I just did like a victory fist pump right here in in rooting for Paul, theater of the mind. But yes, this is a a victory. (laughs) One yeah, point for Paul. This, this was one where Astrid was like, "No, this is this is a bridge too far." So she ba- doubled back and and looped around and went through the stairs. Um, went down okay. the stairs the long way. And now for a quick word from our sponsors. Traps are us. Traps are us. The world's biggest trap store. Traps are us. When you come on down to Traps Are Us, you'll find the biggest selection of sneaky traps available anywhere in Johto. Interested in silent alarm statue traps? We've got them. What about floor traps? Well, they'll be easily identifiable since they won't match the pattern of the floor you're trapping, but we have those too. Best of all, every trap sold at Traps Are Us can be disarmed with a convenient push of one button. That's right. Why build in fail-safe mechanisms when you could just disarm everything in one go? When you purchase from Traps R Us, you are guaranteed to receive the most annoying traps for your secret base or your money back. Traps R Us, the world's biggest trap store. Now back to our show. Now, one of the things that I find interesting is in all of these shenanigans, there seems to be, we can't figure out what the common threads are. We can't figure out what Rocket's trying to do. They're trying to take over these organizations. We do find something that maybe we could use as one for one of our crazy conspiracies. Oh. One of the scientists in here used to work for Silphco. Oh, yeah. There is a connection point. Yeah. Came over from Kanto and seemed to stick with the group. So that was an interesting little nugget that we learned. I figured it out. Tell me what it means, Derek. <laughs> so it's a scientist that worked for Sylph Co., right? Uh-huh. Sylph Co. is S-C. S-C? S-C stands for scary creatures. What are scary creatures? Gyaradoses. Bam. <laughs> Just Flawless. figured it out. 
no flawless notes. plan. That's exactly that's, that's exactly <laughs> what it is. Bam. Yep, we're gonna move on. Totally tracks. Before anyone else's mind gets blown too much, we're moving on. Now they have this weird again the, the, the execution of these plans. They have this strategy that if they give two separate grunts different halves of a password to unlock these gates, that nothing can go wrong. The issue is you put both the grunts in the same place. So what difference? Like if there's ten grunts here, we don't know which one has the password. One of them does. Paul could just go kick every one of their asses and find the one. It makes no difference if it's one or two of them. If you're gonna kick every grunt's ass in the process, you're still gonna get the password. Yeah. They didn't think to like spread them out along multiple locations. Maybe have like hidden in filing or cabinets like, or yeah, like or false passwords to like yes. trip you up. Yes, because that was uh, annoying from the perspective of an observer. Was like, all right, we gotta go talk to everybody like normally Astrid just like runs through and destroys everyone's team and moves on and doesn't talk to people and now we have to actually spend time like listening to their whiny bullshit but at least I didn't think about that yeah having them both in the same place and only two people and no one giving you false information like two out of ten for execution there at best it was just embarrassing it literally didn't make any sense now what makes it even worse is the passwords they chose slowpoke tail makes sense team rocket has some weird fascination with slowpoke tail bordering on some sort of fetish i'm made very uncomfortable by it but the other one's radicate tail first time we've heard of that phrase are they cutting off the tails eradicates because like for my i get it slowpoke tails apparently grow back and i guess that was like the justification that i used in my head are they cutting off radicate tails Derek, you're the one that used to work with rats in labs so i didn't cut their tails off no i'm not saying i'm oh. not accusing you of anything <laughs> i'm saying you of all of us would know best like what the implications yeah. here are you don't fuck with rats that's the <laughs> that's the application there because rats don't mess around you grab a rat by a tail and you don't secure it correctly it's gonna bite your face off and radicates are much bigger than the regular rat that we've heard so much of in history books so like (laughs) i don't understand what their strategy was here i really hope because yeah if it doesn't grow back are they just like dead radicates or they're tailless radicates that like no longer have balance and are just like wobbling around everywhere rolling around the ground what is i guess we haven't actually seen any evidence that they are doing that, so I will give them the benefit of the doubt in this sense and just chalk it up to lack of creativity. Like, okay, <laughs> here's our one super evil thing that we do. Let's, like, hammer that home and make that our password. But, fuck, now we got to come up with a second term. Uh, well, we all use Radicates, and they also have tails, so Radicate tail. <laughs> that's we'll, that's my we'll go with that. belief that I choose to. <laughs> to hold the, on to. The belief you choose to believe. I got you there. We'll uh, yeah. we'll pretend that's the case and not hold any more animosity towards Team Rocket. But but we're looking. We're seeing. We're paying attention, Rocket. <laughs> Speaking of just huge assholes, Butt Munch and Minor Arcana both made an appearance from what I understand you telling me that they always seem to pop up in the strangest times. But the thing is, why? I still don't under Yes, why? Because like, oh look, okay, Butt Munch, you're there. You don't want to battle. You you talk about how you just got your ass kicked by Lance. Then you talk about how Lance, like, look, I think Lance is a douche. But at the same time, like, good job, Lance. Because Lance basically told Butt Munch, like, look, bruh, you don't know what you're doing. You're not showing any love to your Pokemon. You're an abuser. Stop being an asshole. And Butt Munch was like, yeah, no. That was basically what Butt Munch said. And they came running and crying to us and then ran away. Like, why is Butt Munch now, like, are Butt Munch and Lance now like a 
rivalry or like as minor arcana lands because i can't remember the last time we've actually battled against them and they keep following us around yeah, I don't know. I was immediately caught off guard that Binder Arcana, like, readily admitted to not knowing who Lance was. Like, who are these people? Where did they come from? How do you not know who Lance is? Wait, that's a really good point. Lance, I feel like, is the most famous, like, it's Professor Oak and then Lance. Yeah. And I'm not just saying that because I want to raise as far as famous <laughs> Pokemon people. So, like, I don't understand. I don't know what Rock, Butt Bunch, and Minor Arcana live under, but in addition to that now apparently they're invested like what else are they trying to fight team rocket because like what else is there to do here i still have no idea what they're doing like not on the gym league challenge this is the first that i have heard of them being interested in taking down team rocket but minor arcana like yelled at astrid and was like i told you i was going to take care of this and it's like okay then take care of it and then they just left so yeah (laughs) I, I don't, don't understand. I don't understand the purpose, any of this. But yeah, good job, Lance, for calling their asses out. Maybe they'll quit. I doubt it because I don't even know what they would quit because I don't know what they're doing. It's this strange, confusing journey of assholery that I'm just, I'm just not here for. And then he called Lance a bleeding heart, which is like, nah, bro, he's just not an asshole. Like, yeah, the one constant I think with the rivals is that they don't have feelings. And make fun of people who do. Because they remember they made fun of Jasmine for caring about Ampharos' asthma. Yeah. See, so, yeah, you're right. Maybe they're clinical psychopaths. Honestly, that would probably sum it up the best. Because I can't yeah. think of any other thing that would make sense. Zero yeah. empathy. Go munch a butt, butt munch. Go arcana <laughs> a minor, minor arcana. Yeah. Do that. <laughs> now, let's move ahead as they just leave and get out of our way we can get into the positivity of whipping that team rocket ass so we finally make our way into the office giovanni's office and it's not giovanni there it's some like lookalike wannabe that's talking about how oh we haven't seen giovanni oh and look i got strong vibes this dude seems like a stalker i'm pretty sure if oh, yeah. giovanni left i think this person might have been the reason because it was like some like heavy like definitely trying to look like him like trying to do like the slick hairstyle like definitely yeah, like single white female as fuck which is a movie that i assume you haven't seen no i was like no i didn't know i thought it was a dude that's why i was confused <laughs> <laughs> no single white female is like a thriller i guess from i think the 90s where like this woman becomes friends with someone and then like tries to take over her life and like assume her identity it's like very creepy it's like, uh, isn't, I think Jennifer's body is, uh, like, same th- in theory, or the roommate. No? None of these? I've seen Jennifer's. Is Jennifer's the body the one with Megan Fox? Yes. I've seen that movie. Recently. Oh, no. Nope. 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 That's a possessed cheerleader. Megan? Yeah, so sort of not really. I think possessed. Megan Fox yeah. is in a different movie that is the same in theory. Or maybe okay. it's Blair Waldorf, Leighton Meester. I don't know. <laughs> Someone else is in another movie recently. So someone is in a movie about a thing, doing something (laughs) vaguely related to looking like someone. They're so obsessed with someone that they try to become them, and then they murder the original person and assume their identity, which is definitely what's happening here. Oh, you, oh, oh, shit. You just brought in murder. I was just thinking it was a weird stalker and Giovanni ran away, but you just, ooh, you just brought it to a whole nother level. I mean, do you think I'm wrong? 
Breaking news. Breaking news. This, you've heard it here first. Official reports. Giovanni has been murdered and this fucking weirdo has taken his place and buried his body and done all types of weird stuff to his belongings. So, yeah, write that in the newspaper. Good job, Sassy. We just broke news. So, weird, creepy stalker, probably murderer, has not seen Giovanni in three years. Which is like, what was Giovanni's purpose? Because, like, obviously Team Rocket's not the most competent organization now, but they're not any worse than they were before. And he hasn't been there in three Arguably, years. Arguably, like, more organized. Like, at yeah. least they've coalesced around a single cause being yeah. getting rich. Yeah, so I don't know what exactly Giovanni did for them, if I'm being honest now. It just feels like it was a waste of everyone's time. He wasn't even a good gym leader. I Look, I, Giovanni, I don't know what you're doing, but may, you know what? I You're probably out in the country somewhere hiding from this crazy stalker, or you're dead, one of the two. Either way... <laughs> probably better than dealing with this dude at work every day so you're good there now we do go ahead and look paul as with this whole experience wiped the floor with this team rocket exec no issues there i assume astrid had no issues either yeah, especially with all no the psychic problem. attacks nothing there and then he just leaves but left his murkrow behind which one just shows you that yeah dude's definitely a psychopath like completely crazy no one just leaves their pokemon behind but also managed to teach his murkrow the password that we need which is like you're going to teach your Pokemon the password and then just leave it in your office all the time. No wonder why, yeah, their, their password protection is, like, next right. level awful. Like, you're like not you to, supposed to write your passwords down on a sheet of paper in case you lose it. But, like, this takes that to another level. Like, you just left a voice recording. <laughs> uh, like, can play the recording of its own free will, as it did for Astrid and Paul. Like, that is essentially what it is. It's ridiculous. So I don't... Look, Team Rocket, I don't like y'all. I think you're a group of terrible humans. But fuck, call me. I will help you make better <laughs> password... Pre- like, I just feel bad. At this point, it's embarrassing. Just know you're, everyone's wasting our time dealing with this. Just learn something. Google some shit. Watch a YouTube video. That's that, I think, right? We head back and... Now that we've got the password to the generator room, Lance finally shows up again. Don't know where he was this whole time, but he's here now. Lance. We'll get to Lance in a second. But it does turn out that this was not the final thing. This is like an experiment they're doing, which again, when you do trial runs and tests, you're not supposed to spend the amount they spent on a completely ineffective security system with all of this technology for a test run that is in no way doing what it needs to do. So like they basically just took money, lit it on fire. We're like, yeah, seems like a good idea. Let's go do the I'm real thing I'm also still not clear what the trial was for. Like, yeah. we're forcing Pokemon to evolve. Is it all yeah. Pokemon or is this a signal just that's Gyarados. specific to Magikarp and Gyarados? Right. Yeah. And then secondarily, once all the Pokemon evolve, then what? Yeah, what's, what's that, that's the a good point? point? What do you mean? <laughs> That's a really good point. It's like we've achi- we've achieved our goal. Every Pokemon has evolved. Like now, what? Well, I don't know. We did it. Go like, team. Like frankly, in some cases, that would be a benefit because now you don't have to trade to evolve like your Gengar or your Alakazam or your Slowking or anything like that because you could just expose them to this radio signal and be like, "All right, cool." Like, who needs friends when you have Team Rocket? That should be their new slogan. <laughs> <laughs> look team rocket get at us we got slogans for you we got like security lessons for you we got just 
fire whoever's doing all this shit because it's not going well. But yeah, I, I don't understand the purpose of this and what they're gonna gain from it. I don't understand how you can monitor. Maybe they want to sell it. They want to like prove that they can mass evolve and then use this signal as this like, oh, this is our product. We can sell things that evolve Pokemon eh, and make people buy it. But I feel like the oh, way they're going about it that is that could be cool. Yeah. Like lazy it's almost like when you watch those commercials of like the thing like the belt you wear that vibrate it's like get abs just sitting around it's like the oh, same type yeah. of shit like that like play this signal and your pokemon evolve you don't have to do shit infomercials at 3 a.m it's essentially yeah. team rocket's end goal is to be a 3 a.m infomercial about evolving pokemon get on that QVC. is what they're going for oh that, <laughs> yeah. that's basically the home Maybe. shopping network <laughs> that, that's all they wanted that's all they wanted this whole time lance rightfully so is very concerned that butt munch and minor arcana are actual psychopaths which like i feel like anyone that meets them their first thought is probably like who decided to name you butt munch but right after that <laughs> is that you might be a psychopath i yes. feel like that's just the the yep. order of events there so that is understandable thought so i'm with i'm with lance there my question is lance is like basically made a, a comment about oh i was gonna intervene but I just saw y'all killing it, basically. And I'm just like, this is a 13-year-old, sir. You are a dragon master. Why didn't you just fly through here in 10 the seconds? The leader of the yeah. Elite Four. Yeah. And you let a 13-year-old run in there just with bugs or with psychic Pokemon deciding just to take on the squad, and you're just going to sit back and watch? These gym leaders, look, gym leaders in these in Johto and Kanto so far in our adventures have been so irresponsible, so lazy, just letting little kids take over, like, <laughs> what in like i, I feel like that you know what do gym leaders have tenure like they have to right because that's I've exactly never seen a changeover in the past 20 years no i get very heavy tenured professor vibes from yeah. gym leaders yeah yeah i think we solved it yeah i don't know i feel like lance is unsurprising in his irresponsibility so astro just rolled with what he was saying and was like all right let's just like deal with this and move on because like i have other shit to do like getting gym badges and yeah you know eventually taking your throne because clearly like you're incompetent but shouldn't well, say yeah. that part out loud <laughs> maybe maybe well paul yeah paul was doing the same thing as paul was just like bro like i've had no help on this journey every time someone says they're gonna help they either fall down a well and break their leg or hurt hurt <laughs> their back quote unquote or like other gym leaders just like watching from afar so paul was like no i'm gonna do this shit by myself and then it's no different here. I guess, to be fair, Lance did a little bit. There were a bunch of uh, electrodes that needed to get knocked out in order to get the signal offline. And apparently Lance helped with that. So we only... Yeah. I only had to help supervise Paul because electrodes are dangerous. You get them angry, they just explode. And that's some shit. Not only could it hurt your Pokemon, it can hurt me. Um, uh, of course <laughs> it can hurt Paul, but it can hurt me. So I was very concerned about the situation. Thankfully, we went through that. I did not explode. I was not exploded. It was a great time. <laughs> I'm a+. glad you clarified that for us, Derek. Yes, I was not exploded in the process. I do not recommend. did not accompany Astrid, and maybe I should have, but it was so sad. It was like, you gotta knock out these electrodes. Like, they didn't do anything. They're just being electrodes, but, you know. <laughs> They're just being electric, living their electric yeah. lives. Yeah, it's sad times. pour <laughs> six out for these electrodes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah all right lance then says that he said this to paul and i'm look tell me if you said this to ashby because if he did so disingenuous he told me <laughs> that paul he t- pulled me aside almost like i need to tell you something like secret like this is like some like 
interesting stuff. Basically said that Paul's like the hero and that on behalf of all the Pokemon, I speak for all of them. You're the hero. Couple things. One, who gave you that authority, sir? You're not a Poke you're barely a dragon Pokemon master. You use non dragons. You can't even speak on behalf of dragons. And then to say Paul's the hero, I feel like you tell that to everyone just to make them feel better and try to like sw- like weigh them over. I don't know the word. I'm like swoon. That's not the word. Whatever it is. Charm them. Charm. Bam. There we go. Big vocabulary yes. words. That's not okay. Ch- <laughs> but yeah, yeah he you just said try to charm this to everybody. Astrid. He said this to Astrid oh, so. as well, and it's like yes, definitely. It. He's like the guy, Derek, tell me if this rings any bells. He's like the guy that uses the same pickup line on every girl and then just goes with whoever it works on. You said it rings any bells. Were you insinuating that was me that does that? Derek, I have never been um, untoward in any of my commentary ever. You know, if I met you, I would say you. (laughs) Well, good, because I have two pickup lines. (laughs) (laughs) But yes, um, so yeah. Uh, he he does come off kind of like a snake oily like. Yes. I am the dragon master. <laughs> so like, like you know, we started this road show in Kanto, mm-hmm. and I was a fan of Lance. I was very impressed. I was in awe. I you know, you know he's Lance. That's yeah. that's the image that he projects. But the more that we've had, even these like observational one-on-one encounters like i haven't personally spent a lot of time talking to lance but through his encounters with dino and astrid i'm just like god how did you fail up this hard like you're so dumb yeah so dumb it's impressive it really is i think it's just proof that if you're like good looking and like dragons you can get very far in life and have dope capes yeah oh the how did i forget the capes yeah oh you know i forgot to ask lance the one question i meant to ask him and that was? Lance, do you like dragons? Because <laughs> you know he's going to say yes. Like, what other choice? If Lance, if I go up to him and say, Lance, do you like dragons? He says no. Oh, I can no. Say, is this you, a dumb joke that I am unprepared for? I mean, I think you're prepared for it. But yeah, because like, honestly, like if I go up to Lance, Lance, do you like dragons? Yeah, I like dragons. My name's Lance. I'm going to say good because I'm going to be dragging my nuts across your face later. Bam. <laughs> got him. <laughs> okay, Derek. <laughs> I was waiting all journey. I was waiting to see Lance to use that, and I completely dropped the ball and forgot, and now I feel like a failure. Well, um, he gave us Whirlpool. That's cool. Thank you, Lance. <laughs> Thanks. We, we Now we can swim up Whirlpools and shit. At least Paul won't be subjected to the safety issues of Whirlpools anymore. Like That's Other true. children can get lost, but at least Paul will be good. That's true. We lost 34 more kids this week. Shit's crazy. And now, for a quick word from our sponsors. Everybody knows Goldenrod Radio Tower is the hot spot for all the hottest new radio shows, and there is none hotter than the Jigglypuff Jonas Brothers Hour. Hour straight of Jiggly performing the best covers you've ever heard of Joe Bro's classics. Come and get hooked with classics like Jealous. That's not a Jonas Brothers song. Fuck. Uh, rewind, okay. Come and get hooked with classics, like Sucker. Or maybe you're more of a new school fan, and you want to listen to some Remember This. Oh, we all know, Year 3000 is an all-time classic. 
And yes, we even have some love bug. So get hype, get ready for the Joe Bros Jiggly Hour. Now back to our show. Now we can go over to Mahogany Town because we didn't mention this before, but there was some like dude chilling in front of the gym before that was just like, oh, you should go see the Lake of Rage. It's a great tourist spot. And then like Paul was like, uh, nah, bro, I want to go to the gym. And he was like, no, you should really see the Lake of Rage and would not move. Uh, finally, that dude's gone because that was a lot. It was obnoxious. I was not a fan. We have finally stepped foot in the gym now that that clown was out of the way. And look, it's really slippery. So I didn't walk in. I got in like the safe footing. It was cold. I don't like the cold. And there's like no path. Like you just like have to basically slide, hope you don't fall and then make it to a dry patch to stop from the sliding. Like this is, this is a lawsuit waiting to happen. I don't know who thought this was a good idea. I didn't see any waivers that were signed when we walk in. Seems just like genuinely the worst idea. Luckily, the gym itself, the interior, is not that big, so Derek and I could hang out near the entrance and still yes. see everything that was happening. Yeah. Um, Derek, I actually don't think you know this about me. When I was in high school, I worked at a hockey rink. Really? Oh, yeah. And the best part about being at an ice skating or hockey rink is all of the snackies. So Ooh. if there's something about like the colder temperatures of being at a hockey rink that like, I don't know, like nachos and pretzels and taquitos and stuff just taste better. Ooh. So we had a snack fest while Astrid and Paul did their thing. <laughs> hey, see, that's the smartest way. That's the only way to do it. Because yeah, I was some, not getting some hot in the middle cocoa. of the cold. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and you, you already said the taquitos. That is the important part. That, yes. that was killing them motherfuckers. So we, we are yes. good there. Um, I sort of paid attention. Didn't seem like it was much of a struggle. I just saw bugs flying with legs everywhere. Ice Pokemon falling over. Didn't seem like it was much of a battle. Uh, that was kind of it. The really low level Pokemon. I'm kind of shocked actually. It seems like the last like leg of this journey, the Pokemon have been kind of just lackluster yeah after jasmine everything just seems to be like out of place in terms of uh pokemon levels but yeah i mean astrid didn't struggle from what i saw i don't think any of her pokemon had like super effective moves against ice um her alakazam the magician knows thunder punch so that at least was useful for all these dual types water ice pokemon but uh i don't know Dugong's a cutie. That's that's my big takeaway. True, and yes. kind of a tank. Like but, was pretty low level, but was not gonna get one hitted by uh, Alakazam's Thunder Punch. So. But mostly a cutie. So this mostly is what we have. To, this is what we have to take <laughs> away. When y'all go to Mahogany Gym, get the taquitos, yep. get the hot chocolate, and get yep. a picture with Dugong. Um, outside yep. of that, I can't. I look. I didn't pay any attention to this. I'm sorry, yo, Paul. He won. Woo! He got a gym badge. Good for him. Um, I was eating. I was hungry. I was cold. That, yeah. That's, yeah. Snacks look. are top notch there. The other gyms really need to get on that. Yeah, we got a Glacier badge. And by we, I mean Paul did, but I'm going to use it and be like, hey, look at me. I got a friend with a Glacier badge. I, I, I name drop all the time with Paul now. It's wonderful. Of course. I can use yeah. it for everything. Yeah. It's perfect. Um, and so More price- interesting for Astrid was the TM that we got, Icy Wind, Ice Wind, Icy Wind, Icy Wind, 
Icy, Icy wind. wind. Yes. That seems Which, weird to say out loud. It's very sad that Paul can't teach that to a bug because honestly, like Icy Wind literally is the most Paul Wall name of an attack ever. It basically sounds really? like when you breathe and you got a grill in. It's Icy oh, Wind that comes out. Like yeah. it's so perfect, but there's no Icy Bugs in his party right now, which that definitely made him sad. Um, well, Astrid did teach this to her Jinx, so. Ooh, yeah, that's jealous. Very, very jealous. Just like the Jonas Brothers song. Um, no. <laughs> I look and honestly, like looking at this, gym leader's name's Price. I had no idea. I didn't talk to the dude. Too far away. He didn't have food. I was gonna waste my time with that. So I'm happy that all happened. Now, now, wait. Do you hear that? Um, what is what is going on? Guys, uh, they think there's something happening. That's not the fire alarm, is it? Hold on, let me check. Is it carbon monoxide? Gastly's? Scyther takeover? Derek, I don't want to alarm you, but I think Team Rocket is in the building. Oh, thank God. Okay. Yo, I thought it was I thought it was a bunch of like coughing, a coughing attack, a Scyther attack. I thought it was the the Caterpie takeover. I thought they were coming for us again. There were so many bad things that could happen. I mean, in the grand scheme of things of all the disasters, Team Rocket's the most incompetent. Oh, Astrid. Hey, what are you? I you want us? We're going now. Uh, okay, folks. This is a live report now. Um, Astrid oh shit! Paul are here. What it do? It's the Iceman <laughs> Paul Wall. He's here. His mouth is um, looking something like a disco ball. Uh, they seem annoyed that we're still here talking. So let me just let me just grab my laptop yeah, and my we'll, stuff. Yeah, we will uh, take the equipment on the run. So this is going to be a live report. This is exciting. Um, All right, we are we are here in the Goldenrod Radio Tower. If that's not not clear to folks, I mean, that would, uh, where else do we? Re- we're we've upgraded from the days of remote reporting. We're the, we're on that bougie shit now. So yes, we are running around. Um, I am confused. What what is happening? There's so Team Rockets here. Is that is that what we're doing? They're they're trying to. Why do they want to take over? Oh, they want to evolve all the Pokemon from our radio tower. Oh, well, that's what we they're have- not gonna do. So much for the QVC station. Yeah, didn't think that one through. It's cool. Not worried about it. Um, Paul, look, dude, you just do your thing, and I will ever so often narrate what you're doing. Just kick all the people's asses. Okay, good. We're good. So let's just keep going and talking about this journey, and we'll just let the chaos go break out on the side. Nice that they're actually a real partnership. It's not like Lance where he shows up and is like, all right, now I'm going to split off and you handle this all by yourself. Like, it's nice to see Astrid and Paul working together. Yeah, it really is. It's kind of wholesome. And as I say that, um, a Team Rocket head just rolled next to my feet. Um, tell, <laughs> Paul, tell the Scyther to be careful. No blood in the studio. Okay. Yeah, these um, carpets would be Yeah, it's really hard to wash to it out. Yeah, yeah, we don't want to do all that. So just cut off. I don't know what bleeds less than a neck cut off an arm just chill with that we it's, it's a lot I, we cannot afford to clean the whole studio so yes so um i don't know what these people are doing and i don't care did you hear what he just said must be a new recruit i <laughs> bro if, if y'all couldn't hear that for if the mic didn't pick it up some dumbass just pre like just before he was had his head clean cut off by scyther said we're team rocket exploiters of pokemon we love being evil like what what are you someone 
for sure just went through orientation and then got <laughs> shipped to the radio tower takeover. Is that, is that their like chant like in college? Like for in the college they they tell you it's great to be a my like, Miami. Is, yeah. <laughs> is that theirs? We're Team Rocket. Explorers of Pokemon, and we love being evil. Is that like what they teach them? <laughs> I that's think so. Yeah, okay. it's got to be one of those like chanty like yeah roo like nope we're rah, team rah. rocket That's the exploiters word. of evil oh no sorry i got <laughs> give me one second we're team we're rocket, team rocket. Exploiters, exploiters of, of pokemon. pokemon we love, we love being, being evil, evil. <laughs> <laughs> look we just that's that's what they teach their training class no paul keep going you're good now most <laughs> of these rockets just use these useless poison types so i know astra's not gonna have any trouble at this point looking around the studio to give y'all theater of the mind, Astrid's basically just knocking out every Pokemon one by one, and Paul is chasing everyone with the Scyther. <laughs> After they see what have happened to some of their friends and some of the limbs missing, they decided Astrid's we... taking care of the Pokemon. Yes, Paul is taking care of the trainers. All right, yo, let's uh, we're gonna again, let's uh, hit the stairs. We need to get to the fifth floor because uh, the director seems like somebody that because look. Team Rocket's consistent. Every organization they've taken... I feel like it's like I'm watching 21 and 22 Jump Street. You, like, find the... Infiltrate the dealer, find the supplier. Infiltrate yes. the supplier. What, yeah, infiltrate the dealer, find this Whatever it is. <laughs> that... It's, it's like Team Rocket does the same thing every time, and it's always, find the director. Infiltrate the building, kidnap the director. Yes, 100%. Thank you. That's what they do every time. So let's, let's go check on the director. We're gonna... Yeah, I guess now it makes sense why they had, like, that security out before... I guess. Do you think they were like already planning their takeover? I don't know. Let's go see what's happening. All right. That's us running up the stairs. Yes, that's, that's my foley. <laughs> we were running fast. You heard how fast this like this? It's just there's like <laughs> barely leaving the floor. We're basically like ninjas at this point, just sprinting. <laughs> Theater of the mind. All right, let's open the door. Um, Sassy. Yeah. Does that look like the uh, director to you? Uh, nope. Not, I mean, look, I don't get to talk to the director that much, but... Ceci, the director is like six foot three, black, and quite good looking. This is a five foot two fat white dude. I don't think it's the same guy. No, uh, certainly not. Let's, you know what? Let's just close that door real fast. Let's pretend. Just they couldn't have even chosen here. a better body double. Like, they literally couldn't have gotten someone within a foot of the same... You, look, you can find nobody as good looking as our, as our director, not to like... Look, I'm trying to get a raise, trying to get a promotion, deal with that shit. But, like, <laughs> they picked fucking Danny DeVito. Instead of Idris Elba? Yes. That's, you know what? That is a great comparison. Our director <laughs> is Idris Elba. They picked Danny DeVito. Gosh, how long do you think it's going to be until Paul and Astrid get here? Because, like, oh, I don't yes. want to deal with that. That's a good point. <laughs> um, That's, uh, I don't know what they're going to do. I, I don't want to see what he does when he finds You know, let's just not tell them that it's an imposter because at the same time, there's enough blood around here. I don't look. Okay. Yeah, I guess they didn't get to meet the director when we were here before, so they don't know. That, so that, we'll just that's a good let point. them. Yeah, go in, go in safety first. Okay. <laughs> well, no, you know what? I have an idea. We can tell them that when they get here, that that is the fake director, but but he's important. We need him for something, and that should probably stop Paul from decapitating him. I feel like it's like a fifty-fifty shot. We should be good. Or 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 less information is better. And Less. we send him in with Astrid because Astrid probably won't let him murder. Bam. Probably. Yeah. Bam. Yeah. Let's do yeah. it. All right. Director has been taken care of. Um, he still has his head. Astrid was able to 
effectively false director that is yeah, yeah. false sorry Not false the director real one. we don't know where the real one is so i ideally both of them still have their heads um now we need to go over to okay did we're getting news the goldenrod underground is where they're hiding the real director they didn't even are you sure astrid are you sure about that okay okay so we're gonna <laughs> this makes no sense all right let's head over there we're gonna cut the mics just for a second and then come right back once we make it to the underground all right we are live Man, I hate this place we are live from the underground uh, yeah it's not a oh my gosh look who it is hopefully you all can still hear us do you think we get reception down here i don't know it, at this point they're just getting like every other word that yeah that, if it's dead uh, air right now i'm really sorry that, <laughs> that can't but that's that's my invitation of all right so Ceci, do you see who it is do you see who it is over there uh is it who is it oh god no why there is a why are you here i don't look i'm gonna stick keep my distance i don't want to intervene if scyther decides that butt munch is better as headless butt munch i'm not gonna fight it so we're just gonna sit back relax why why are you here Ugh. i guess at least they're actually battling this time so we'll have there's something to report well, yes, in I this mean, live, in this live play by play, but Munch, their first Pokemon's down. Good job, Paul. Yep. Yep. The second Good Pokemon's Astrid. down, and <laughs> Munch is crying already. What a surprise! Oh, Some yeah. Feet Paul are cheated. Being stomped. Yeah. Some, yeah. Full temper tantrum has gotten into, and just like that, Munch has been defeated, and Minor Arcana has been defeated, and they are stomping away crying. Shocker. And we're moving. And, and I'm we're moving. glad they wasted our time. Yes. Now yeah. we just go ahead and. Okay. This is a. Some wall switches. Hey. Flip these switches. That's fun. This is yeah. interesting. And. Okay. We're about to go in and try to save the director. We're going to come back to you in a few minutes once we make sure he's safe. Because honestly, if I see him beheaded, like live on air i'm not gonna do well yeah so we gotta gonna... make sure we get in there first yes director seb is okay we found out director seb's okay He's good don't worry all Very limbs safe. heads everything like that bam good to go me and him still really good looking oh even better i think the uh the like sweatiness and disheveledness just added to the oh like the a beauty. glow yes yeah. very much yeah. so i'm into it very into it we so got now... his key card Yes. Very exciting. Very exciting. So what we're going to do now is we're going to run back. Look, Paul and Astrid have this handled. They're basically just taking out these rocket execs. We were going to go actually, while we do this for a transition, we're going to cut to an exclusive interview we have with our field correspondent, Gabby. We left her on site at the radio tower. Yeah, with one of Team Rocket's higher-ups. So listen to what she has to say, because this might be its a little bit illuminating, a little bit alarming. A quick break, and we'll be right back with the show. Hi there, folks. Field correspondent Gabby here with one of the executives of Team Rocket right here in the middle of the Goldenrod Radio Tower. This is as live as it gets, folks. I'm a little terrified, but I'm always here to bring you good journalism. Let's hear it for this Team Rocket exec. What's your name, sir? My name is Des, Des Parrot. 
I'm glad to have it a second with you here, sir. Let's just get right into the questions here. Uh, you mentioned that yeah. Giovanni is in training. Why do you believe yes. that he's in training and not just at his gym in Viridian City? Well, clearly he just, he's getting ready. He misses us. I have left Giovanni a thousand text messages. And at one point I saw three bubbles pop up and I'm pretty sure that means he wants us back. A hundred percent. Those bubbles mean he was typing. He acknowledged the text and he's just trying to be secretive. He's in his training regimen. I can't interrupt his training regimen. And now he's ready to come back. All right. Yeah, that sounds definitely right. We all know that's what those three dots means. Um, can you just give us maybe a little more context as to why you think Giovanni wants to return in order to lead Team Rocket? Oh, he's sending me signals. He's sending me signals. There's this one day that my name is Dez and I saw him one time and he called me Bobby. And I was like, wait, I know what that means. It's a code. He wants to come back. He just can't say it. And between that and the bubbles, it's just, it's, it's so obvious. How can you not? Oh yeah, that's super obvious. We've all been there. Um, so tell us, what is your plan to bring Giovanni back on board? So, I mean, I, I feel like I just said it. It's the Bobby, he called me Bobby, it's a code word. So we're gonna take over Goldenrod Radio and we're gonna just emit from the speakers everywhere. When you say Bobby, it clearly means the Bobby Caldwell classic, what you won't do for love. So we just get on those speakers and hit them with, I guess you wonder where I've been. I searched to find love within. I came back to let you know. I got a thing for you and I can't let go. And once he hears that, he's gonna come back. I know it, I love you, Giovanni, come back. All right, um, you know, I, I know that there's a lot happening right now with this whole takeover, so I'll let you go, but I just have one more question. Our patented hard-hitting question for the folks at home. What do you say to reports that Team Rocket has been left leaderless and directionless since Giovanni's departure and you haven't been able to figure out who's in charge in those three years, so the easiest solution is to bring Giovanni back? My friends wonder what is wrong with me? Now back to our show. All right. We're back. We're in our studios. We've returned. We've <laughs> made it back. A lot. Wow. It was an adventure. It was a good time. Um, now y'all. We are not prepared for live reporting. <laughs> no, we are awful live reporters. The thing is, like, when you're live reporting, you don't get to enjoy it in the moment or. I don't get edit to make my cute or... notes. Yeah. And, yeah. like,. Just not ideal. But on a positive note, y'all got. We typically try to clean it up a little bit for y'all. I think we, you, you wouldn't think so. But in the live <laughs> report, you heard about how many people got decapitated and cut up by Scyther. I try to leave those parts out. But a uh, spoiler alert: shit goes down. It's real out yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. But it's Team Rocket, so eh, yeah, we. Nobody, nobody's gonna miss them. It's cool. So <laughs> now, Team Rocket should be gone. But after this, there's shouldn't be any because look apparently they were trying to put some signal for giovanni or something look this should be the end of it but we've said that like seven times previously so i don't know what exactly is gonna happen from here at least in the near term and maybe now after this fiasco um we'll actually be able to get some like police detail or international crime unit on them, on some of the higher-ups, just to make sure that this doesn't happen again in the future. But, I don't know, Derek. I'm concerned that we might, again, in this power vacuum, be looking at some copycat uh, 
type gang developments. So we'll just yeah. we'll have to see what happens next. Some fake Giovanni's coming. I yeah, it's gonna happen. But we can just pick up where we left off now with that minor aside, and hopefully no more sirens go off. And please don't let it be a scyther siren. And we can kind of just. <laughs> Finish up kind of with the last few parts of what we wanted to catch up on. Because at this point, Paul and Astrid headed to Route 44. Well, that's where they were before they came back to save us. So hopefully we'll find them there again next week. Ideally, we'll find out. Yeah. But lots of trainers. <laughs> There's this guy that said something that just hit me too close to home. And I'm pretty sure it hit you the same way. It was one of Yikes. the fishermen that basically said, I fish until I can't anymore. And I battle until I drop. And yeah. That's not healthy. It's not okay. But that's how I am with all my hobbies too. So like, I'm uh, not in any position no. to say anything about it. Uh, I talked to this guy afterwards because he clarified, you know, that's how he approaches his relationship with his Pokemon. And I was like, sir, you are in an unhealthy codependent relationship. You need to go to therapy and work through why that might be. Where are you saying you're and not think- supposed to be like that with your hobbies? No. Oh. <laughs> oh. I just At thought least the dude not was... with your, like, living hobbies, i.e. your Pokemon. <laughs> oh. Well, oops. Derek, everyone should be in therapy, but especially this guy. Especially me. Oh, yes. More of that guy. Yeah. <laughs> Forget me. Yeah. That guy should oh, be in therapy. Oh, Derek. Not me. Yeah. 100% just that guy. Not me at all. So, On there's a, a cool trainer with though, a cool team yeah. <laughs> with Butterfree and Bell Awesome because they're cool. Yeah, cuties. I was into it. I like them. Totes That's, adorbs. That was a highlight for, for me. I asked for a picture. I got a yeah. picture. That yeah. was fun. Yeah. Now, we're, next week we're going to go to Ice Path, Blackthorn City, Blackthorn City Gym, and the Dragon's Den. Maybe we can teach Lance about some dragons. Uh, but for now, <laughs> this has been Pokemon Radio with your host Derek and Sessie on Professor Oak's Pokemon Talk. Sessie, hit him with the social media. If you are on Instagram or Twitter, please follow us at Pokemon Radio Pod. Uh, we have cute little clips and reels and things that we share from our trainers' journeys throughout the week. If you listen to us on Apple Podcasts, please do rate and review the show. We really want to hear what you have to say. And finally, uh, no matter what platform you listen on, please do subscribe or follow so you can stay up to date with all of our wacky hijinks. This show is made possible by support for your Goldrod Public Radio subscription from listeners like you. Always remember... Raising all the bugs and psychic types. Kitty, kitty, oh, head scratches. Oh, Barkley, you want head scratches? Where is he? Barkley. Oh, your little ears. Your little ears behind the box. Yeah. Bang, 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 bang.